Good morning and a happy new year to you. Um, this morning we're looking at growing into 2021. Now one of the purposes of being a Christian is actually to live in relationship with God here and now. It's not necessarily about the future. And I don't know about you but for me I know that sometimes I grow in that relationship and sometimes I don't. And as we look at plants like our girls did earlier they, we see that they grow in fits and starts, they have dormant times, they have fast growth, they have sideways growth, they have upwards growth, the roots grow and the top doesn't look like it's doing anything. And other times just the top grows. We know that plants need certain things to grow. And the thing is that, like the girls said, the different amounts of each thing and the growth looks different. And it is the same with us, that as we learn to live with God as we learn that connection with God, um, we really see that that, um, that growth in our relationship with him is linked. So we need connection to God the Father. Um, in John 15 it says, Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself, it must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Jesus was talking about himself as the vine. We also need connection with the body of Jesus to grow. And in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul says that just as a body, though one, has many parts, all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptised by the one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. The third thing that we need is we need connection with our physical body. And we see that in the life of Jesus and his disciples in Mark 6. In Mark 6 verse 30 it talks about the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all that they had done and taught. Then because so many people were coming and going they didn't even have a chance to eat. He said to them come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. So they'd gone away to get this rest to look after their bodies and their mental health. And so many people came to them. They landed up feeding more than 5,000 people. After this, verse 45, it says, Immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to Bethsaida, where he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. So Jesus provided space for his disciples and for himself. And these things are still true today. This is what we need as humans and as Christians. Now, the way that we get these three things, this connection with God, connections with, the other, with other people in the body, and connection with ourselves in our own lives, is all going to look different. So how do we be intentional as we go into 2021 about these things? Back in April, I talked about a trellis and that helping us with growth. And it's been an image that's been very helpful for me, and I know a couple of other people have said it too. Um, so I'm going to look again a little bit about that today. Um, the trellis that we grow up is the structure 
that helps us to grow. The trellis is not the connection with God, it's not the connection with the body of Christ, it's not the connection with ourselves, but it provides the structure and gives us the support to be able to grow and it guides us as we grow. That's going to look very different for each of us. Like all these plants behind me, they need different amounts of water and sunlight and other things to grow at their best. And we have to actually cut each other slack as we all grow in slightly different ways and with slightly different um, strengths and weaknesses. So I'm going to run through some suggestions. There are 11, there's quite a lot of them, um, about things that can help us to form a structure that helps us to grow. So the first one of these is Bible reading. Um, daily, regularly, little bits, big bits. It can look really very different each time. I aim to do this every day and I succeed some of the time and I don't succeed other times. And actually that's okay because reading the Bible isn't the connection with God, it's what brings me to that place where I can get that connection with God. The connection is more important than the rule of actually reading every day. And, you know, there are lots of ways that we can do this. There's apps, there's um, things like Everyday with Jesus, which is a little booklet, a little bit of a Bible verse and information, and then someone's thoughts around it. Um, apps like HTB's reading plan, reading through the whole Bible in a year with others, which often helps. But Jesus knew his scriptures and he spent time in them regularly. The second one is prayer. Again, daily, short times, long times. I know that if I don't pray, it's actually me that misses out. It's me that loses out on, on that. And it's the same for all of us. But prayer looks different for different people. Again, there are apps like the Lectio 365, the Ebby 40 Days of Prayer, which we did just before Christmas, those are still on the website. They're still available to get ideas to pray. And some of those are quite imaginative, different ways of praying. Our home group WhatsApp group gives me ideas of things to pray for. And it's just a reminder. Oh, yes, that person is still sick. That person's still got problems and pray. Might not be long prayers, but they're still prayers. It's still connection with God. Another one is home group, small groups, spending time with other Christians, intentionally developing our relationship with God. And again, that's going to look different for different people, but something that provides us with an intentional way of growing and actually studying and learning from each other. That's a really helpful way. I find home group a, a really helpful way of doing that and regularly. Another one is gratitude. Thankfulness switches our focus from us to outside. It, it really helps us to see beyond ourselves. I'm also really grateful that I actually have someone to be thankful to. Thankfulness is a big thing out in, the, in society at the moment um, because it has been shown that it makes a massive difference to us as humans. But if we've got no one to say thank you to, that makes makes it a little less powerful, I think. 
We really have a situation where we can thank God for the little things, for the big things in life, looking outside of ourselves. And also that really helps me to focus on other people and to pray for them, their situations. I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head and that reminds me to pray for those who don't. I'm thankful that I have food in our cupboards that I can actually make a meal at any time. It reminds me to pray for others and to do something about that. That gratitude forms that link, that connection with God and with others around us. Um, I find mentoring very helpful. I meet up with someone regularly. This year it's been over Zoom, but it's something which actually is an intentional time with someone to keep me accountable. And we can do that for others too. It's something about being intentional in our relationships and actually saying, yeah, I want to help you grow as you help me grow. Um, in Bible, we see that Paul and Timothy had this kind of relationship. Paul really spoke into Timothy's life and he had that connection that helped Timothy to grow. One that's less maybe about our spiritual growth, but about our physical growth is exercise. Sometimes we forget that actually we are whole bodies. Our spirit, our mind, everything is all linked and actually getting out and doing some exercise, going for a walk, even if that's just to the post box at the end of the road, is really important. Um, I've also, during lockdown, I've taken up a Pilates class. It's on Zoom, I do it in this room, it means clearing the floor, getting a mat out, but actually it's a time when I can use my body, strengthen my body, and I actually feel mentally better after doing that and after going out for walks. There's been some beautiful places to go for walks this summer. It's much less attractive now it's wet and muddy, but exercise in whatever way we can and whatever level our own bodies can cope with is really good. The next one's meditation. Now Christian meditation always focuses on God. It's always about focusing on something, someone. That's God, Jesus. So that can be looking at a verse or a Bible passage and actually spending time listening to what God's saying, thinking about it, looking at what goes on there. It can be looking at a candle and remembering that Jesus is the light of the world. So what does that mean for Jesus to be the light of the world? Think about it, pray about it. How's that relevant to us? What difference does it make to us? How does that encourage us to pray? And we can do that with many, many things around us that help us to remember. And whether that is things like the picture of the trellis or all these different plants and the different ways that they grow. Meditating around something, deliberately focusing on God, is really helpful. Again, the Abbey 40 Days of Prayer, some creative ways to help us focus on God. Hobbies are another part of my trellis. They're another part of that structure that helps me to grow. It's things that help us to relax, to relieve stress, gives us space to actually focus on God. For me, it's things like crocheting or playing the piano. For other people, it's playing sports or it's doing so many other things. 
Another one that is a structure, which sometimes feels a little bit like, oh, that feels a bit more like a rule, is limit time in escapist behaviours. There are things that we do that help us to relax, that help us to get away from the stresses of life, and there's been plenty of those this last year. Um, but actually, if we spend too much time in that, it really feeds back in and creates more stress. So that can be things like TV, it can be movies or alcohol, over-exercising, reading, another of my big hobbies, playing games, either physically or on phones or other apps. And these things, they're not necessarily harmful or bad in themselves, but too much can be not helpful when actually what we're trying to do is just escape rather than deal with things. There is an image of a, a stress bucket where there's a, a bucket that each of us carries that has our own stress, that actually when that overflows, we get snappy at the people around us. Again, how we respond will be different for each people, but when that stress overflows, it's bad for us and those around us. There's a, we can put a tap on that, and that's like things that are helping us to relieve stress. So that is things like hobbies, exercise, meditation. But if those things that I we're using to stress release are actually feeding back into the top, they're just building our stress bucket much harder to carry. One that I really love and I really have missed this last year is worshipping with other people. That builds my connection with God and it builds my connection with his body, with you guys, with the church as a whole. And sometimes we think that worship is just about sung worship on a Sunday morning and worshipping in big groups. And that's not the case. But that, for me, is something that I'm really missing. And I suspect for many others too. But I also know that worship is going out for a walk and looking at creation and saying, thank you, God, that's amazing. Seeing the picture of a baby and seeing how amazing that is. Of watching my children together, of looking at the beautiful sunshine all of that is worship if we focus it back on God. But there's plenty of stuff online, there's CDs, there's um, YouTube videos of people worshipping. And we can worship with those two in some worship. Connecting with Sunday services on a regular basis. I find that really helpful. I find it helpful to do that at the same time as other people are at 10.30 on a Sunday morning. Partly because I like that routine and it means that actually I feel that I'm connecting with other people even though I can't see them because I know other people are watching that stuff at the same time. Now I know other people have said, no, actually the weather was fantastic in the morning, the forecast was rubbish for the afternoon. I went out for a walk and then I came back and watched it in the afternoon. That's all fine. Again, that structure is not about structure looking the same for everybody. It's all about it looking as it should look to help you grow and help me grow at our best. So we've just celebrated Christmas, um, that time when we celebrate Jesus' birth, Jesus' coming. And 
as we look at his life in the Gospels, we see that he had structure, but it was a real flexible structure. And the thing is that structure was not Jesus's aim. The connection was his aim. The structure was there to help connection with God, with other people and with his own physical being. If Jesus needed that kind of structure, why on earth do we think that we can do without it? Um, as we look at pictures of trellises, and I've Googled some this week, um, trellis can be really, really structured, like the one we've got in our back garden. But it also can be just a few bit of stick at weird, random angles. Other people are going to look at and go, I don't like that structure very much. But actually, that still helps those plants to grow. So we need to remember, don't judge other people's structures. What we need to look at, we can see, are these structures working? By are we seeing growth? Are we seeing fruit in our lives? Not by how the structure looks. There's an image here of, actually, if you can see this plant is growing, but unless you look very, very carefully, you can't actually see the structure that it's growing up. So don't judge other people by the structure or the lack of visible structure in their lives. What we need to do though is still not judge, but actually those that we're in relationship with and in our own individual lives, are we seeing growth? Are we seeing fruit? So as we go into this next year, spend some time looking at the growth that's going on in your life at the moment or the lack of growth that's going on in your life at the moment. Are you getting closer to God? Am I getting closer to God? Am I growing as part of God's body? Am I supporting that body? Am I growing as a person physically, emotionally, mentally? And look at the support structures that you've got in place. Are they good for the time that we're living in? What do you want to be seeing as we go forwards? And what structures can you put in place to see that growth that you're wanting? Be realistic about these things. Sometimes we can think, oh, I need to do a major change. I'm going to do all of these things all at once. If you're anything like me, you will fail. But if we add another one, and a little bit more, and a little bit more, that what we see, that all those little changes add up. And over time, we're going in a completely different direction. But if we try to do a major change all at once, most of us will fail. So look at what we can do. Be realistic about it. Ask someone else to keep you accountable. Someone that you can trust. Someone who loves you and cares for you as a person and wants to see you growing. So I've had to look. Can I see fruit from some of the structures that I've put in place during this year? And will we notice that growth when we come back together as a congregation sometime this coming year? Will we see more love, more joy, more peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control? Will we be more connected to God, to each other and to ourselves? That actually we can grow as a, a wider family, as a body, and really see those changes come. So as we go into this next year, I look forward to seeing you all 
noticed on the nativity how much the children have grown in the nine months since I've seen so many of them and just so looking forward to seeing people and seeing that growth that's gone on.